Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Diaz. And I'm Chris. And we're keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. I went car salesman. Um, I guess that's a little better. Yeah. All right. This episode is brought to you by Stringjoy. We're going to, because last week we didn't have anything. We just posted audio that you couldn't hear me on, apparently. <laughs> so, hey, recording's hard when you're in NAM and you're just like plugging stuff in. Sometimes you forget to turn on your own mic, but you heard the guests, and that was the important part. Well, right. you heard the host and one of the guests, the other guest you couldn't hear. So, um, let's see. But yeah, String Joy, sound better, play better. I figured I'm just going to stick with that. It's really nice and short, instead of me trying to think of something. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, but we got to give like String Joy all the love, because we've got something coming up in the in September. That's going to be really cool. Everyone needs to keep their eyes open for September 1st. Just remember that day. But until then, we've got something really cool going on. We've got free pedal. How cool is that? So we've got a Whirlybird that we're giving away for free. We're partnering up with the Whirlybird is. So the Whirlybird's from Spruce Effects. It is a tremolo that has a gain circuit built in. And the gain circuit is money. That's where it's at. If you're not checking out that gain circuit you're, you're not living life i put it i bought it i put it on my board it hasn't come off i've got i've got whirly bird number two i think the only part i think oh, berniker nice. nathaniel berniker beat me so i saw him at summer nam and i didn't even like try to stab him and that that's that's good diaz proud of myself <laughs> the violence has come down diaz is no longer actually like threatening to stab people it's kind of uh. weird well, we haven't actually talked since Nam. We haven't yeah. done an episode since Nam, but we did do kind of a, a recap. We did the cool crossover episode with the uh, sixty cycle hum. Mm-hmm. That was pretty neat. Um, I guess we could uh, talk about. So we've got the giveaway. So uh, we need to stay on topic with that. If you go to our Instagrams, uh, you can go to the Effects Loop Instagram. You can go to the Clifton Worley Show Instagram. There's going to be a picture. All you have to do is share it. And tag two friends. And make sure that you're following us on Instagram. That's it. It's not even that hard. There's no web page to put your email no, into uh, we're not, or anything. We don't it's want just your email. A simple screenshot and share. That's it. We don't want your email. We're not selling your information. We just want you to follow us so we can share goofy stuff with you. Well, that's what I want to do. Clifton <laughs> probably wants to actually do something important. I'm just over here trying to play with the goofy stuff. Um, so go check that out. It's really awesome. It's an amazing pedal. I know right now they're doing a, uh, summer discount. So if you don't want to risk getting it and you actually want to get one before they run out, go buy one. They're a great price. I, what are they like a hundred and I should know this. 150, 160, something like 150. And I know they've got like a nine, I think it was like summer 2019 discount. Hmm. And the artwork's pretty cool, too. That's half of why I want it. (laughs) Yeah, the artwork is absolutely fantastic. It's got this, like, old school... Like, when you look at it, you just want to play some CCR. That's the first riff I played when I got it. So, that's it. Repost the picture using hashtag winthatwhirlybird. Follow the effects loop. Follow Clifton Whirly Show. And you're in. In it to win it, guys. 
It's the free stuff. All right. So, Chris, what's new with you? Uh, I finally got the MXR Dookie in. I oh, have not yeah. played it yet because I'm still in the process of moving. And mm. literally the only pieces of gear I have with me are my Tele Deluxe and my acoustic and my box of pedals. That is it. So I've mm. still got to go get my amp and stuff before I can try that out. But hopefully I can do that before Why don't next you just, episode. Just send it to me. <laughs> After waiting three months for it. Yeah, I'll and take Cole Duke already here. getting his. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna have to find out where Cole bought his from, and just kind of roll with. He probably did a uh, Sweetwater, which is what I kind of wish I did. But well, who did you go through? Uh, American Music Supply, I think. Ah, yeah, they're usually they're a little slow to the game on some of the new mm-hmm. stuff. But at least that, I got it in two days when I got the uh, shipping notice. Yeah, they are killer on how fast they ship. Well, man. Uh, so yeah, we'll hopefully have that up next week. And then last weekend, no, last week, I traded the DOD Gunslinger. Cause I, okay, so trade up story. I got that when they were what, 25 bucks last yeah, they're, year? They're practically like that. giving them away. Yeah, so I sat on that for a while. Uh, a builder local to me wanted it. And he had some parts laying around. So that strap body I have, I now have a neck for. Uh, I think I have all the bridge hardware, the neck plate, all that good stuff. The only thing I need now is pickups, but I got all of that stuff just trading that. Holy crud. Yeah. So I have like 90% of a guitar now. Well, 75 if you're going to be like picky of like you kind of need pickups for a guitar to work. I know. Now you're but, just waiting for Lambertones to come out with a P90. Yep. At least a humbucker size P90. So I can. Throw oh, so, it in so, wait, so it's a humbucker? It's, you're looking for humbuckers? Well, it's an HSH uh, uh, strap body. Couldn't you fit? And, uh, couldn't you find like a pick card where you could just put P90s in it? It would have to be uber custom made, and I would like to just pick one up off the shelf. That's an HSH if I could. Mm, yeah. <laughs> 40 sure. bucks versus 80 bucks. <laughs> That's true. I, well, you could probably find one on Reverb. Uh, just like yeah, a probably. strap pick guard cut for two P90s. Potentially. Somebody out there probably either has one or has a router that they're like, oh, yeah, I can do the thing. and Yeah. If you're listening and you have that ability, <laughs> hit us up. Let us know. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Oh, I need to talk about what I got new. Uh, I got new computer stuff that's giving me problems. So if, if I sound, uh, if it sounds like I've got a typewriter going on behind me all the time, that's because there's this crackling noise whenever I listen to stuff. And I'm not sure if it's coming through. I don't know where it's coming from. We just try and time traveled you back to the 40s and you're just in a giant news station with all the typewriters going. Yeah, let's listen up. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're bringing it back. What is it called? <laughs> Mid-Atlantic? Uh, something Mid-Atlantic accent? Something like that. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. So uh, we got the new computer stuff. I got, I got a new... Uh, interface which you luckily told me afterwards that i could have gotten a bigger one from you mm. but this was tied in because i got two new studio monitors there are these uh quote unquote cheap um they're by a company called cali and they have heard of them yeah th- I-, I saw it on a kemper group someone was like listen these are totally underrated these sound amazing 
So I got them, and they so they really is the didn't. Affinity Squire. Well, <laughs> but these actually these really do sound good, and I got I got monitor stands and everything, looking like a big boy. Also got this cool, uh, <coughs> it's like a thirty-two inch TV for ten bucks at a garage sale. I nice. was like, I was walking up, I was like, man, I could. I said, man, I'd love to have that, like as a computer monitor. I was like, eh. I was like, man, even if they want fifty bucks, that's not bad. I walked up. And the lady, her daughter, her daughter was like inside and her daughter was the one selling the stuff. She goes, I think she wanted 20 for it. Give me 10 bucks and I'll let you take it out of here. <laughs> I'm like, holy crap. I threw 10 bucks and put it up real quick. Yeah. So like, let me just leave now. I was like, that's fantastic. Yeah. Don't change your mind. Uh, I also, uh, so at Summer Nam, I fell in love with a pedal. And usually at Summer Nam, I fall in love with something. But this was something that was just fantastic. It all started when Kevin Equits actually started with Clifton Worley posting a video of Kevin Equitz playing it at Winter Nam, and I was like I want to sound like that and but I'll never sound as good as Kevin Equitz uh, <laughs> if you've never if you've ever heard the man play it'll make you just want to quit but I got this cool uh Tysco fuzz that's not it that's my clean sound so I get to do the uh yeah I'm playing through my SG original 2 Lambertone crema pickups with a Gun Street wiring harness into a matchless Lightning 15 profile. And this is my clean tone. So, pretty darn clean. And we're going to kick this bad boy on. So the cool thing about this is it has a octave up and down. So right now I'm in octave down with the gain maxed. The tone is sitting at about nine o'clock or so. Uh, this thing can get really uh, trying to th really dark. So you can hear it go kind of down. This is me turning the tone down. And that's me on the like bridge that. pickup. Yeah, it's got. I mean, it's got a killer sound. Mm -hmm. the, I mean, and this is octave down. So that's got a really cool sound. I'm going to put the tone about 12 o'clock. I'm going to go. That was on the neck. I'm going to go to the bridge again. Actually, you know what? Let's have a little fun. Let's put it in the middle. So that's it's got a really cool. That's uh, let's. Well, we can't do. Uh, we can't do an octave down, crazy. We'll put the gain about halfway. And then this is the gain rolled all the way off. 
sounds like poop, uh, in my opinion. <laughs> so this thing sounds great. It, so funny thing is, is when uh, I talked to Leon from Pelican Noise Works, who's a big fuzz guy, he's just like, yeah, the fuzz should always be dimed. Just just crank it. And then I've actually, I've actually learned that that's actually true. It so, is. So. The one, like, one negative thing I could say about this is, uh, well, not it's not negative, but I wish it was different. I wish you could turn off the, the octave up or down. There is no way around it. That's fair. Um, so it's doing octaves. It's using the same... I mean, it's it's going to mess up whenever you're playing chords. Stuff like that. So... So you can hear it at some points the tracking gets a little fuzzy, a little funky. But on the octave down, it's not so much. So now I'm gonna go octave up. So that's. So this one, whenever you kind of hit more than one note, you got you hear that little dissonance. It it doesn't mm-hmm. track really well, but it just sounds gr- the octave up sounds fantastic whenever you're soloing up top song. So, I mean, that's kind of, I'd use it octave downs more like. So that's, uh, that's hmm. the Tysco fuzz. Nice. So sounds great. It's really cool. I enjoy it thoroughly. So I suggest everyone gets one and it's 129. It's an, uh, it's a fantastic. So I do have to say that, uh, Chris, you could probably agree with this. The pictures you see online of these boxes do not do it justice. No. When you see them in person, they're a lot. When you see them online, you, th- you think, cause number one, it's got, uh, I don't know if it's, I believe it's Japanese lettering on it uh probably it looks kind of cheap this thing's sturdy it's i mean it it's really cool so one of the neat things is it doesn't have a serial number it has a qr code and you can scan it and i believe that's how you register your uh pedal hmm. like that's flipping sweet and it's got a spot the back is probably one of the coolest backs ever well, I'll have to put pictures up of that. Um, but yeah, that that's one of the things I was drooling over. I think people are probably tired of hearing me talk about it. I've talked about it on here before, about how I want it. But after going to NAMM and hearing it in person, I lost my mind. <laughs> um, what was, so really quick, what was the, like one of the 
few or what's some of the cool things that you saw at Nam that you want everyone to know you saw at Nam that was really cool? I don't know. The thing that really stuck out to me, uh, actually, probably two things. A couple of things are in the Nam, the uh, vendor booth, the new Mexican, uh, sorry, player series. Uh, mm-hmm tellies that are coming stock with uh bigsby yeah that's yeah. pretty cool mm-hmm. and it's actually the one i saw was in white so it's good that they're not that they're doing something special and not doing it in a weird color like they typically do with some yeah. things yeah, so i like that and the star casters looked really cool in there oh yes the star ca- i actually do really want one so i don't know if i want one before i want a new gretch or if i'm going to end up getting both but they're both uh it's really cool um the other thing was the i don't remember the name of it but it's their delay reverb pedal that the was fenders? new yeah, I think it was either yeah. new for Summer Nam or it was new for Winter Nam. Uh, they announced new pedals at Summer Nam. Okay. So I so believe then, yeah, that was it, one of the new ones they announced. <laughs> they either announced it at Summer Nam or right before Summer Nam. Gotcha. So yeah, that was really cool. And what I didn't know uh, was it was a dual delay. So think, uh, mm-hmm. actually, it was basically like the Strymon Dig. So you had the hidden fi- feature to you know adjust the secondary or primary uh, subdivision and yeah. all that and then the reverb had three separate uh algorithms on it that i think you could change up in different ways so it really ended up coming out to like nine ish mm-hmm. so that was really cool and had me really interested and i think it actually comes out to like just under 200 like price wise yeah which it sounded really good, uh, which is really weird to say for something at Nam, even though, because like you hear it there, you get the best of it, and then like it could potentially sound like crap because again, you're at Nam and you got all the other stuff going on, but it actually sounded really decent. So I'm hoping a guitar center near me or one of the other <laughs> smaller stores will get one in stock that I can go play with it. Yeah. Myself. But I think think that was it i know uh gretch came out with a couple and it came out with a uh hollow body with some p90s which really had my interest it was yeah s- isn't that one that you were like checking out you're mm-hmm. you were looking around was that the one you wanted to look at while we were there i think it was but somebody i think had it down so i was just gonna i never made it back over there but i think it's the streamliner series which is you, the lower end but you should have just interrupted really him good. And it's then like, like hey, I have a podcast. Sir, sir, <laughs> sir, I have a podcast. Put it down. Uh, That'd have been great. I'm going to start next year. I'm just going to walk around and just act like I'm all that. Like, <laughs> excuse me, excuse me. Podcast coming through, coming through with a podcast here, guys. You're physically going to carry around a podcast. Yeah, that's it. All right. We'll figure out how to build that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Moving on. On to what's new in the gear world. All right, so this first one is speculation uh, because we've already speculated about something that did not happen. We were talking about possibly them announcing an SEPRS. That did not happen. But can you believe it? Last night or the night before, 
or it could have been the night before that. Or if you're listening to the back catalog a few years ago, uh, <laughs> John Mayer was, uh, let's see, he was seen with a silver sky with a maple neck mm-hmm. and silhouette bird inlays, not the uh, full on, what are they called? Dirty birds or whatever, the full color birds. <laughs> Uh, oh no! We'll the, I didn't the even know they came in full color. How do we not have a whirly bird PRS with whirly birds on it? It's a good question. Yeah, make that happen, Clifton, dearest Clifton. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's really cool. Uh, John Myers' signature. PRS. John Myers. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen that video? No. So one of my favorite videos, if you know, one of the things that I actually do love about John Mayer is he makes fun of himself a lot. Mm-hmm. Like he knows his persona, he knows this, so he, he, he it's a, it's hilarious. So back whenever he was really, I think it was right before Continuum, or right around Continuum time, uh, you know, he was really big. He was on MTV a lot, goofing around and everything. Well, they did like he started. He went around in a bear costume, and was interviewing people waiting for his concert, and the whole time he's like, "Yeah, I heard John Myers is gay." Uh, or like he would say something he'd be like, or he'd be like i love john myers <laughs> like after they say john mayer like 20 times right. it's great so i'll always mm-hmm. call him john myers all right moving on so i picked this one because it's relevant in some stuff that's going down on the interwebs so thorpe effects makes a splash with heavy water dual boost so it's got a clean boost and a dirty boost and you can use them both at the same time, whatever. They're independent. It's really cool. And it's got the Thorpey design, which everyone knows. Mm-hmm. Well, I personally own a pedal that I did not buy from the builder. I happened to buy it for like dirt cheap. And I mean dirt cheap. There's a pedal builder who has a boost that has the same exact design shape for the oh. most part. So if you go and look at a Thorpey and go look at um, Green Child Effects, I'll go ahead and say it. I don't care. Start some drama. I'll fight someone. Uh, The Green Child Effects Mr. Boost has the exact, not the exact same, but has the pretty much same build of the pedal. And the thing about the Thorpey Effects pedal is it was is very unique like when you see it if you know who thorpey effects is you're like that's a thorpey effects mm-hmm. well this pedal builder just apparently threw another fit recently because there was a group that just laid into them about stealing the design and you know it is what it is it's you know it, i don't think he has a copyright on that pedal design even then, that pedal design somewhat stole from Boss in the sense of having the elevated or the recessed knobs and controls. Yeah, once so you start fo- getting that nitpicky about it, like you have yeah. to. Yeah, but now Green Child's looks too damn close. Like it's it's not even like no question you knew where they got the design from. You could put hashtag heavily heaven yeah heavily influenced it was heavily influenced by this design but i figured we'd give a little bit of airtime to thorpey effects with this cool little boost now the, the question is how much does it retail for well, 100 
189.99 euros which we are going to yes convert our, that real quick yeah we're converting it it won't work i give up surge there we go all right it's 230 that is a lot for a boost pedal it's two boosts how much is it 213 yeah okay not bad oh it is kind of bad but why let's see i wonder where he builds his stuff he might be in england or somewhere oh boost of the dane oh i was say is he danish all right anyways check it out it's pretty cool if you get a chance to listen to it it sounds great too did you listen to it chris uh no i didn't get a chance to. next time just lie no one's gonna trust no, just say yes that. totally listen to it thanks it chris for like, listening uh it sounds like a it sounds like a plexi in a box <laughs> no, okay all right everything, everything i'm gonna have to teach like a in a box. i'm gonna i'm gonna just have to teach you how to lie to the listeners some of the people actually think I know what I'm talking about. So it, 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 it sounds like a rat. <laughs> Every pedal sounds like a rat nowadays. <laughs> All right. So we're going to move on to these. Let's see. So there's a company called Sinosure. C-Y-N-O-S-U-R-E. It's doing custom electrics for Bloodstock. So Bloodstock is a festival of blood, I guess. It sounds. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's a totally wrong guy. So if you look at these guitars, you can assume that it's it's gonna be a, a pretty heavy, but so rock and metal gallery. No, maybe they play jazz on these. They bull crap. All right, <laughs> so please go look at these. So we've got the Parkway Drive Scorpions and Sabaton. Uh, these guitars are interesting. I don't know how to describe them. One looks like a charred double cut Les Paul in a sunburst. Yes. The other one looks like a face hugger from Alien. It's a scorpion. Sorry. It looks, looks like a Same scorpion. Thing. It's the other the woods cut like a scorpion. Yes. Uh, the other one is a mesh top, kind of, with some wood outlining, keeping the mesh in so you can kind of see through the body. So I'm guessing it's, would that be semi-hollow? that's a cheese grater uh yeah if you want to use it as a cheese grater you probably could you could how would you get the cheese out uh i can't tell there's probably a little uh hole in the back somewhere because you got to get to the controls somehow the the cheese hole yeah we'll go with that yeah okay all right uh but these are definitely interesting they're just I do kind of like the mesh one. It's kind of industrial looking, which or steampunkish, which we I guess we are the podcast that accepts steampunk for what it is. Mm-hmm. Unlike other podcasts. So, let's see. The Scorpion guitar is for the band Scorpions. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> trying to see what the other ones. Is that too cheesy? Are these, wait, are these like the name of bands? Sabaton and Parkway Drive? No, I think those are the model names. Well, if the Scorpions for the Scorpions. 
I think that's the name of the bands. But anywho, moving forward. <laughs> all right, let's talk about something that we actually know. Because I'm really excited about this. EMG unmasked Jim Root's new Fender Signature Jazzmaster. So EMG posted a picture of a Fender Jazzmaster Jim Root Signature, which is fan-freaking-tastic. It's got block inlays. It's got... Uh, What's it called around the neck? Around the... The binding? The binding around the fretboard. It's got one control. It's got a volume control. And it's got a pickup selector. Mm-hmm. It's a hardtail. It's got some EMGs in it. This looks so freaking cool. It really does. I want it so bad. I want to know what price it is. Because Fender's not really announced it. This is going to be, I guess, a NAM 2020 thing? Uh, maybe. I mean, like, let him play it around for a while and then finally announce, like, hey, we're releasing it? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I want it, though. Like, I've never wanted a Jazzmaster as bad as I want this one. It will be mine. Um, oh yeah, we didn't we didn't really talk about this. I didn't put it on the list. Kemper Stage was announced while we were at Nam. Oh, didn't you get a chance to play with that earlier this no, week? N- no. Where did I get? Where would I get? No. I don't I know. I thought I, I saw you go live on trying to download something off the Kemper site. Oh, that was me messing around with going live via my computer. Oh, gotcha. No, that was uh, they've they've updated the rig manager and they've updated the operating system for the Kemper mm-hmm. but they uh, they brought out the stage which is the floor version it's, it's really cool um, it's not powered it's like the only big thing that I've heard anyone complain about which people complaining about that not being powered is goofy because if you're carrying a 4x12 around you might as well carry the head yeah but that's just my opinion um, and even then you if you're carrying a 4x12 around you can just buy a power amp and bring that with your... I mean, just attach that to your 4x12. Yeah. That's I just can, me. I, I can see the want for that to be powered because you, you, you've already got the head mm. or rack that's already powered, so why not have... Listen, I've... I've all right, so I've got the powered head. I almost never use that. Hmm. I just don't. I use... I've got a powered... Uh, head rush speaker mm-hmm. and I just I mean that's pretty much what I use or I plug it into my uh, computer and use my studio monitors true plus like 300 like this is part of what keeps me back from going Kemper is the fact that it's a 300 watt power supply yeah I, so blew, it, I blew a 2 by 12 yeah like that's the thing is like I would have to have a 4 by 412 or like get it i take my 212 and get some high like very high wattage speakers which is almost just as much as buying a used 412 yeah well i don't know i think that people complaining about that don't really know what they're complaining about but that's just me probably all right we'll move on to the gibson Brian Ray Custom Shop 62 SG Jr. 
And uh, the biggest question is, who is Brian Ray? But actually, I know who he is. Um, so he's the lead guitarist for Paul, Paul McCartney's band. Oh. So he, uh, I don't know. I need to look him up. I think he's the, the guy with the brown hair. Feels weird calling a guy a brunette. But there's the blonde guy who sometimes plays bass. And he's got like big a big smile. Gotcha. Okay, that's him. Why are they calling him the lead guitar player? He's not the lead guitar player. He's a fantastic guitar player who plays lead sometimes. But he's not who I'd call the lead guitar player. Hmm. I don't know. Totally following along with you. You're not. <laughs> Fall asleep. But no, uh... I actually kind of like the guitar for what it is, even though I have no idea who the guy is. This is one of those guitars that <laughs> even though you don't know who the signature is after, mm -hmm. it's a cool guitar that you would play. It's, uh, so it's, a, I mean, it's an SG Junior. Is that a single P90 in it? Yep. Single P90. It's got the, uh, what is that trim that, called? Cause you, that's. I, uh, is it a maestro? I think it might be a maestro without the actual body piece, or it's close to the maestro. Uh, it looks like it might have a tailpiece on there. I can't exactly zoom in. It doesn't, but it doesn't have the maestro tailpiece. Right. Like, all the way through the, kind of like how... Oh, that goes all the way down to the end of pin. You're right. Yeah. They might have... It might be covered up through that, but it's pretty much a maestro bridge. Yeah. Of a Barola. And, uh... I do love it because it's it's classy looking. The only thing I might not like is at the end of the tailpiece, there's, I don't know if that's maybe to stop it from bending back or something. Maybe that's how they have it set up. But I'd have to look at it in person to get a better look at it. Yeah. But it's got a little bit of a flare with some Mother of Pearl inlay work. And it, I can't tell what it is, but it's a little too f flashy for me. It's not the worst thing in the world. It's not the worst. It's not. It's a little, a, maybe a little too flashy. Maybe yeah. in person it'll look better. But I do love 12th fret marker. has a really cool crown inlay. Mm -hmm. and then what that, is this finish called? I don't know. It looks White like Fox. It's not the normal, uh, no. like, straight white. It's No, it looks like someone smoked uh, like in the same room as it for... Mm -hmm about three decades straight it's cool i like it that's why i picked it out us oh let's see it's got a tunematic oh you can have it with a tunematic abr1 yep. or a rap tail bridge and yeah, a Barola tremolo or stop bar okay oh. these changes say says ray should be as easy as changing a set of strings should it should it be now the question is gibson send us one and we'll test that theory how much does it cost? Buying options. Find in store. <laughs> My location. Uh... Are you are you trying to find it too? Yeah. There's so a Guitar race. Center supposedly. Oh no, this is just the dealer. Never mind. Guitar Center, Knoxville. That would be flipping killer if they had it. It won't let me pick it though. Hey, stop 
Alright, well this website sucks. Alright. Forget you, Gibson. Oh, pre-order. I, I don't care what you've done. Let's see, custom Four thousand one hundred and ninety-nine dollars <laughs> on sale. That's a no from me, dog. Retail price is five thousand eight hundred and eighty dollars. No, I don't. I don't like it that much. I don't think so. Yeah, that's kind of bad. All right. Yeah. No, I don't think so. <laughs> They've got a they've got an SG with my Strovabrola that looks exactly like mine. They've got them brand new right now for two thousand. Uh, double that and add five hundred dollars, eight hundred dollars, and you'll be good. I know, but I want another guitar. <laughs> Jess wouldn't even know I got this one. <laughs> Because it looks exactly like the other one. <laughs> like, it's the exactly. same color? It's, it's the same exact color, everything. Uh, it's a vintage cherry. It's, uh, I, you know what? I couldn't do that. The uh, Now nah, the fretboard's a little bit lighter. It's probably a Palfaro or whatever. <laughs> Palfaro. That would be the one thing she notices. Is like, didn't, wasn't there a different grain of wood on there? Yeah, she's like, is that a Palfaro <laughs> uh, <laughs> fretboard? No, it's a, it's a rosewood. Mine's a really dark rosewood. There's a dog growling. All right. So we're not going to get that guitar. And then last thing we're going to talk about really quick. Friedman raises the standard with new flagship BE100 Deluxe guitar amp. I like this. Do you really? Yes. Because it's a Marshall in a box? Uh, kind of, but it's got a whole lot of features that I guess Marshall will just never, ever put on any of their flagship amps. So it's a three channel amp, whereas the non-deluxe was a two. Uh, the added channel is a clean, uh, channel, like just straight clean coming from their, what they call it? They call it the small box plexi channel. Mm -hmm. It comes from one of Friedman's smaller amps. Um, I believe they're all uh, individually controlled. So that to me means a lot is that you can have your, you know, clean, you know, it's like the classic with those, the crates of old that everybody used to own the that had Voodoo? the three channels. Maybe. Are you talking about the, like the, the tube one? No, it was definitely oh, you're talking about the state. Oh, you're talking about the one that I think Blake and I, but Blake still has his. <laughs> the the hundred watt solid state. I think so. It was like hundred or hundred twenty. Yeah. And it was it was like a it was blue on the front. It had a a lead, a crunch, and a clean channel. Yeah. And there was a built in reverb, which surprising enough, it actually had a reverb tank. Interesting. I I know because I destroyed one. <laughs> Good job. Um, but yeah, I can't remember the model number someone will be able to tell me but yeah i had one of those it was one of my that was my amp for like the longest time i think that was everybody like that's what i that was that was the first amp i ever wanted but then i kind of grew out of it because i never got one and ended up getting a vox as my the first like real amp my <laughs> first my first amp was a pv it was a tube amp it was a base one it was one of the like old school 80s pvs that had like the green or no, maybe it was probably 70s PVs. 
it was it was great. It was my grandfather's. He played bass uh, at his little country church, and mm-hmm. he had one. And then he let me have it, and I put a Boss DS1 through it. And I was like, yeah, metal. Because um, <laughs> every once in a while, listen, every once in a while, I still will find, like, a metal profile mm-hmm. and go nuts and play, like, a bunch of Metallica riffs and just that, like, angst. I love it. I think everybody I probably that. does that. I miss that. I, I found I was, I was scrolling through the uh, uh, Kemper, like, uh, I guess, like, uh, I forgot what it's called. Kind of like the marketplace, just mm-hmm. where, like, everyone uploads their stuff. And there's one that was just called Damn It. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, please be exactly what I think it is. And I turned it on. It was horrible sounding distortion. And I went, da 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 I was like, man, that's perfect. I, I, did, I had to find the Damn It without the guitar and play along. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> Uh, so uh, circling back around now that we got off on oh. the cheap solid so stage. Here's so here's my here's my thing with Friedman. Uh-huh. Right, so Friedman apparently makes great stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. They're expensive. Well, yeah, they're. Somebody will have to fact check not... me, but I think somebody from Marshall came and started Friedman, if I remember that correctly. I think I might Friedman's be totally wrong. Ran by a guy named Friedman. Yeah, but I think he. Let's uh, let's go to the. Okay, so here's the thing about Friedman too, mm-hmm. is because Friedman's also becoming one of those companies that they used to be like. I'm not. I'm. I don't know how to to say. It. There's. Uh, I think it's in line with uh, Wampler, Matthews Effects, people who no longer make their stuff in house. They build the design. They have a company that makes their stuff for them. Mm-hmm. And they're all a part of the same group, which is fine. But I think that when that happens, I don't know. I feel like we're they're still paying. People are still paying like handmade price when it's no longer handmade stuff. Yeah, I can see that. I think that's my only not my not my, like a big issue, but it's one of those things where I'm just like, mm, I don't know anymore. But that's just me. I, you know, I've I, I've never played a Friedman in person, so I can't say how it sounds. Yeah, I'm. It might. I've seen a lot of people praise him, so it might be worth every penny. Yeah. Okay, so I was totally wrong. He did start out on his own. He's actually from uh, Detroit, so USA made, I suppose. Well, it was. I, I think they're still making. I think what they've done is they've moved their manufacturing. And it's manufactured by a third party now. Mm-hmm. But I guess it's, I mean, it's probably still made in the USA. They might outsource some parts, but populated in the USA, something like that. Right. But all right, well, we're going to move on. So I've got a, actually, I've got an interesting topic that I found. Did you look at the topic? Nope. Or I did not make it that on? far. Da- I totally made it that far down in the uh, episode description. And we're talking about acoustic guitar songs. Okay, yeah, uh, so top top 30 acoustic guitar songs. Was that better, Diaz? That was better. Okay. Why are we whispering? I didn't want the audience to know. To know what? Nothing. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> All right, so uh, we're going to kind of, I, th- I think we should go through and we'll kind of discuss as we go, and then we might give like our number one acoustic song. Um so we'll do it's a song it doesn't have to have been written acoustic but this is 
I guess, top songs that have been performed acoustic. Because uh, Love of My Life, that had piano in it. Which I'm sure is... Technically acoustic. Technically acoustic. But I'm talking about acoustic. We're talking acoustic guitar. So, all right, number 30, Queen, Love of My Life. It's a, it's a good song. I'd say that's... I feel like if you're starting with that, though, as number 30, we're going to just be disappointed. Probably. All right. So, we agree. Queen, Love of My Life, one of the great acoustic songs of all time. Mm-hmm. Beautiful song. Next, The Smiths. Please, 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 please let me get what I want. No. No. Sorry. No, that doesn't belong on this list. You want to know why? Why? Because it's written by the Smiths. (laughs) Sorry, Morsi sucks. I don't care. I'll stand by it. Uh, Let's see. John Lennon. Number 28. John Lennon, working class hero. Uh, I I feel like it's good to include John Lennon on here. Because I think, I mean, John Lennon was more the acoustic guy. Like, he seemed like the guy you'd sit around and hang out with and uh you know play acoustic guitar out by the campfire but i don't know about working class hero being like the song so they uh i mean it's it's definitely a good song yeah it is i feel like they could have picked another eh, another song maybe i've heard covers of it and it's not it's pretty good yeah, let's Plastic see. Don McLean. What? Oh gosh. <laughs> anyway, I hate the Plastic Auto Band. I actually have a vinyl of theirs. I keep it around for profiling. So if <laughs> someone picks it up and says, "Oh, I love this," I can tell them, "Get, get out, out. <laughs> get out of my house." All right, Don McLean, American Pie. You cannot deny. No. This. This is a like this is Americana. This is this is gonna be one of those songs that in like a thousand years they'll be like, freaking American Pie though. That defines that entire generation. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty good. Uh, Nick Drake, Pink Moon. I'll tell you this much, I don't know what this is. Nope. Maybe I, I I'm not gonna listen to everything. All right, so Nick Drake, Pink Moon, get off the list. We don't know who you are. I wonder if I want to make someone mad. That'd be great. Uh, number 25, Fleetwood Mac, Landslide. Okay, yeah. You, there's no arguing that. I'm just not a huge fan of Fleetwood Mac in general. So what? They Are you have been serious? On a, yeah, so they wouldn't what? be on my list, period. What? Oh, I'm sorry. Stevie Nicks, Lindsey Buckingham? Stevie Nicks on her own, yes. I'll take some of that but what no 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 no. stevie nicks and lindsey buckingham it's just you can't deny that chemistry and then steve mcvee and uh what was uh what was the girl's name the other one Mm -hmm. she was another mcvee and then there was fleetwood mick fleetwood (laughs) mick fleetwood there's mick fleetwood so who's a fantastic drummer by the way and then uh yeah man i've I've read i've like watched so much on fleetwood mac i've got rumors on vinyl like one of the original pressings oh nice i'll give credit of that (laughs) i I, i'm a huge fleetwood mac fan all right allison chains down in a hole i've yep 
24, I'll give it to you. Down in a Hole is a fantastic song. I do have to say, though, if we're doing Alice in Chains Unplugged, I'd say Nutshell is a better song off of that. But that's my personal opinion. How do you feel about Alice in Chains, Chris? I've never really been able to get into them. What the no. effing <laughs> F? Are you serious, dude? Yes. Why? What? Okay, so, so, all right. Okay. So what about them don't you like? I'm not sure if you... Give me... What album do I need to go listen to to give them a second chance? Jar of Flies. Jar of Flies. Okay. Well, let me see. I'd have to say Jar of Flies would be one that... Yeah. Let All me right, add so, that to my Spotify list because I have to run errands after this and I will check back in. Okay. All right. But 23 Bob Dylan, the times they are a changing. That's a classic. Yeah, you, yeah. you can't not mention Bob Dylan on a list yeah, like this. Okay. I'm weird about Bob Dylan, though. There's some Bob Dylan stuff I don't like. I don't I, know. I, some, of the, some of his earlier stuff. I, I say that's fair. Um,. I don't know. I, I I'm a weird. I like a weird time in Bob Dylan. One of my favorite songs by Bob Dylan's uh, "The Hurricane." Do you know that one? Um, they made a movie with Denzel Washington called Hurricane, and it's all about this boxer who. And the song's about the song tells the whole story. He's a boxer who just went and did a match. I mean, he's on his way to be one of the greats. He goes into a bar, and they start causing problems. They leave. And then some, and then peop, some guys go in and shoot up the place. Oh. And they blame it on them. Oh, I can't remember if he was there or not. I believe they went in and left, and that's how they placed him there. Right. And then they say he came back and shot up the place and killed people, mm-hmm. um, which was proven wrong. But they, uh, it was, it was a. Fa- you should check out the movie. It's a Denzel movie. And also, the song is fantastic. Hmm. So let's keep. We'll keep moving. How long have we been going for? It's fifty-one minutes. Dang, Chris, stop talking so much. Um, Steve Ray Vaughan, "Life by the Drop." Yeah. It's, a, it's a good track. I feel like uh, I feel like they could have picked a different song. Probably. Maybe like him do a different song that was performed acoustically. But uh, let's keep moving. Twenty-one Rolling Stones, "Wild Horses." I guess. I don't know. I'm not a huge Rolling Stones fan. Me either. Um, I like some of their songs. I give them res- I give respect for what they did, but yeah, just not my thing. Number 20, Foo Fighters, Everlong. Foo Fighters! Yes. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Ladies and gentlemen, the Foo Fighters. Yes. Number 20. How about number one? I say we go for it. We're changing things around. I'm changing it. Honestly, I guess you have that veto power. Um, do Foo Fighters, do, they do great. I love their acoustic sets. Yes, they can. Um, times like these, acoustic is fantastic. And one of the cool things about whenever Foo Fighters cuts their songs down to acoustic is you learn to to really appreciate how much stuff is actually going on in those recordings mm-hmm. because they do a lot. I mean, there's uh, starting with uh when did they go to three guitar players was that 
when what was the best of you on it was I don't the know. you're the, the expert oh uh, it was the dual box it was like the dual cd it's gonna kill me help me chris i'm trying I'm going as Foo fast as Foo Fighters. Who was it? Was it Foo was Fighters? It the color and sh shape. The color and the album. No, it wasn't the color and shape. It was the one after that. Okay. No, it wasn't. The, it was. It was. It was the. It was one. Not after that, because after that was the. Uh, oh wow, that's from 1997. That's what the one they uh, recorded. So there's nothing left to lose. Piece. 99. Mm -mm. One by one, 2002. No. Expanded edition? No. No. 2005 in your honor. That might be it. That's 2007 is Echoes, Silence, Patience and Grace. I think in your honor is when they moved to actually recording uh all three guitars. Hmm. Um why do I have caps locks on? Google must think I'm yelling at it. <laughs> Yeah, in your honor. I oh think yeah, it was best the first, of you is on there. Yep, that was one of the first albums that they started recording three guitars. Because they, uh, one by one, they only had, they did. I don't think uh, Pat Smear actually recorded on. So. Yeah, they didn't have Pat Smear on that one. Hmm. But when they moved to In Your Honor is when they started moving to having three guitars. And it really shows, because when they play live, two of the guitars will just cover stuff up if they didn't have a third guitar part. Right. But if they, like, especially when they moved to uh, Wasting Light, mm -hmm. you hear so many different guitar parts going on. They're all playing yes. their own thing. And it's fantastic. And going acoustics really shows that. So we'll move on to number 19, Oasis Wonderwall. Ew. Come I mean, on. come on. Come on. Come on. Does it I said maybe? <laughs> no. You've got to be the one that saves me. And after all. Come on. No one even knows what a Wonderwall is. They just made something up. I'm scared You're to my Wonderwall. I don't know. Yeah, you're going to be on like some weird stuff. <laughs> Uh, that was, uh, it, I mean, every guitar player learns it or knows the, the riff. And that's also one of those songs that everyone's like, can you play Wonderwall? Can you play Wonderwall? Yes, I can play Wonderwall. Capo 2, hit that E minor, call it a day. <laughs> um, next we got John Martin, May You Never. Once again, this falls under the things of, I don't know who it is. I'm going to go through this list and find out about some people. But uh, we'll keep moving. Uh, Kansas, Dust in the Wind, number 17. I'll take it. I'll take, I mean, number number one, they're playing it on an ovation. True. If they can pull this off. <coughs> <laughs> <coughs> Sorry. Um, but yeah, I, this is a, I love this song. Yeah. I love playing this song. I actually, whenever I was learning how to play, I actually bought them sheet music to this. And learned it that way. See, I had the internet when I was learning it, so... Yeah, but I mean, it's got that. Hold on, Jonathan's doing his distracted because we've actually got this. The <laughs> oh, so it would have been so cool had I had it not like sounded horrible. This this uh this part of the song is brought to you by Guitar Center. 
like it's really cool because it just as a guitar player it's not the most complicated mm-hmm. finger picking because you're just hitting that like c shape but Take it sounds off, like you know bam. what you're doing yeah that's it's great and that moves on moves us to our next song too which this is i think this is a song that everyone should learn and got, learn the unplugged version yeah you learn both versions so you got that <laughs> Layla, see that's one of those things. That, like, as soon as someone plays it too, they hit that but on bone. You know where they're going. Yep. Mm. Yeah, because and this that whole album was just crazy. The unplugged Eric Clapton because that was right after his like son died. Mm-hmm. So he he was he went through this dark thing and he came out and he played this and it was it was so crazy to just see the difference of like unplugged eric clapton yeah versus like rock and roll eric clapton so it was really cool um radiohead fake plastic trees in at number 15 cool i don't know yeah <laughs> radiohead you know what there's gonna be so many people who are like losing their mind like, how <laughs> like, are you how not you freaking not out <laughs> what the if they would put creep on i'd be like heck yeah that's a cool song i like that yeah but uh uh, fake plastic trees. I th- I'm, I'm sure I've heard it, and it's Radiohead. They make great music. Um, but we'll talk about next. Led Zeppelin 14 going to California. Definitely a good one. Yeah, I can't complain. I'm gonna hit play. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna listen to it. <laughs> so while he's listening to that, to add all the viewers at home. Yeah, this is the part of the episode where you guys get to listen to me listening to this, but you can't hear what I'm listening to. <laughs> um, uh, that'd be great. All right, James Taylor, Fire and Rain, number 13. Yeah, all yeah. day. Not even it. upset about it. I'm, why won't they give us something we can get mad about? Yeah, give it like, yeah, you're, it's either stuff we don't know or stuff we're like, yeah. Yeah, we agree. Give me something that gives you something to be mad about. Number 12, Neil Young, Heart of Gold. I'll give it to you. I like Neil Young. He's interesting. I'll He's got one of those weird voices. What? You don't like Neil Young? Never you really, never, never really listened to Neil Young. Uh, he's got that like nasally Uh-oh. old man sound. He just has a. He's like Bob Dylan, where he has a sound, and gotcha. he sounds like sounds like Neil Young. All right, extreme more than words. Uh, I'll give it to you. This should have been farther down the list. This should have been like number twenty-two. This shouldn't have been. This shouldn't have beat Neil Young, or James Taylor. Definitely James Taylor should not have. All right. Next, we've got Simon and Garfunkel, the boxer, at number ten. I feel like like one through ten should be nothing but Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> they are the ultimate acoustic act. Right. Um, I don't know if I'd have gone with the boxer. Well, the boxer was almost was one of the songs that they usually would perform just acoustic guitar. Mm-hmm. So. That's a great song. The cool thing, all right, so cool thing about the boxer, um, that was really big. Whenever uh, Paul Simon was trying to get the right uh, reverb, interesting. And the record company that they are the, the record studio that the studio they're recording at, I believe, was owned by the record company that was you know putting out the record, and they had this giant 
if I remember correctly, it might have been the boxer where they had this giant reverberator. And because uh, they do the light it eye and there's that big boom. Mm-hmm. And that's just I think that's a stomp or a clap right like heavy into that reverberator. Hmm. Um, it's It's got a great sound. That's if you when you start if you like dig into where reverb comes from and like i think they used a giant they had a giant plate reverb if i remember correctly um but when you start looking into because that was one of the things i went in this like rabbit hole of what is plate reverb right what exactly is it because most people nowadays just know it's called a plate reverb they don't know that it was actually a giant plate plate (laughs) that's where it came from and that and you know and they don't know what it looked like it was just a giant box that had you know mics mics in it and and that they got that sound so but that's a really cool song that's that's one of my favorite simon garfunkel songs that's up there with like bridge over troubled water stuff like that sound of silence Mm -hmm. um so neil young oh wait i skipped one number nine bob marley redemption song you can't go wrong with bob marley Mm mm-hmm I mean, he's like, he's an acoustic guy. That's a great song. That's 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 probably one of the early songs that I learned how to play. Like whenever I was playing at uh, Bennigan's and patios and stuff like that, because mm-hmm. it was a really simple song. It had the really just the boom, 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 boom. Had a really simple lead line, and you just. It has simple chords of G, E minor, C, D. That was pretty much it. So that's a, it's a great song. I'm gonna start listening to some Marvin Gaye, <laughs> Bob Marley, not Marvin Gaye. Sorry, I was I was scrolled down really fast and it said Marcus Garvey. My brain connected Marvin Gaye. I don't know. All right, number eight, Neil Young, Needle and the Damage Done. Apparently, I'm gonna have to listen to this. Apparently, not right now, because I don't think you guys. Um, so the song was composed after witnessing the drug addiction of his crazy horse bandmate, Danny Witten. Hmm. So that's, that should be pretty interesting, but we'll keep moving along. Uh, number seven on the top 30 acoustic, acoustic songs of all time. Johnny cash hurt. I'll give it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, definitely. I'm surprised Johnny cash wasn't on this list sooner, but. That's a good one. Eric Clapton, Tears in Heaven, and at number six. Definitely that's also off choice. the impl- same album. Same thing. This is the song that he actually wrote about his son who died. Mm-hmm. So this is uh, really cool. This is this is also one of those things where the studio version is outshined by a live version. Yes. So uh, another... So that was that I'm trying to think of um, Kiss. I want to rock and roll all night is one that you always hear the live version. You don't, you never hear the studio version. Um, see, I want you to want me by cheap trick. Another good version of another good idea of that. And tears in heaven is one where the unplugged version or the live version outranks the studio version. Um, Eagles hotel, California unplugged. Yeah. You got to put that on there all day i love how it says some mightily oh, i thought it said slightly impressive guitar i was like that's, that's more th- like, that's more than slightly impressive that's that's way up there um let's see 
number four, the Beatles, Blackbird. <laughs> Two, three, and four are all Beatles, but yes, Blackbird, definitely. Yeah, come on. Listen, I'm a huge Beatles fan. At least mix it up on the top five. Right? So, four, <laughs> Blackbird, three. Here comes the here sun. Here comes the sun. Two, yesterday. All right. Yesterday is fantastic. Uh, would would yesterday go before Blackbird though? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's a it's a it's a better written song. I I say it is. Mm, That's yeah. all that matters. Funny thing, you know what Blackbird's about? What? It's actually about a black girl, because in England they used to call girls birds. Hmm. So if you replace replace the word bird with girl. That's what the song is actually about. So, um, and I, it was actually written about uh, segregation. So, oh, I have to go back and listen to it with that light now. So, and not even that. So, you've got the you've got all you got those three Beatles songs. Two of them are Paul McCartney songs. One of them is a George Harrison song. John Lennon. John Lennon didn't make the top five. Paul McCartney's my favorite Beatle anyways. He's the better songwriter of the two. Mm-hmm. If you li- and even then if you listen to the Beatles catalog, you can tell who wrote the song by the the fullness of the sound. John Lennon whenever he wrote a song and they would record it, it always sounded like kind of thin. Yeah. It didn't have like a full feel to it. Um listen to songs like uh A Day in the Life. I mean it's got a full orchestra but it's kind of it's not real thick sounding. Mm-hmm. I guess is the way I put it. Uh and then you've got like across the universe you've got all these other songs he writes maybe and it's also his voice his voice is a lot thinner than paul's paul has a more uh rounded tone on his voice Mm -hmm. so anywho that was some interesting beatles stuff going for you number one pink floyd wish you were here would you say that's number one no i wouldn't agree with that i'd say it's definitely top five yeah Wish you were here is top five Chris, you've got to pick the number one acoustic song of all time. You can't pick time of your life. No. I just saw. No, I was actually ah, one of the, it was one of the ones on this list. I just don't remember which one it was right offhand that I was going to probably go with. I think it was either Dust, Dust in the Wind or one of the, or a Zeppelin song that I heard live acoustic. All so right. we'll just I'm stick with the, my... we'll stick with Dust in the Wind. For, for... Uh, I'm going to tell you mine and you can't make fun of me, but this song, this goes for all around composition and song. The song itself has to stand, has to be a quality song and the performance has to be great. It's a Dixie Chicks. The dance. No, the dance, Garth Brooks, acoustic, fantastic. Can't yeah, make fun of uh, Garth Brooks, so you can't make fun of Garth Brooks. He's country <laughs> and rock and roll. How can you? You can't argue with that. No. <laughs> yeah. So take that. You know, it's gonna be great. People are gonna be like, "Really, Diaz picked Garth Brooks <laughs> as the number one acoustic song of all time." Um, you know what? F this list. I say it. F this list. You know who's not on this list? Jim Croce. How is Jim Croce not on this list? Time in a Bottle is one of the greatest acoustic songs of all time. 
this list it's ridiculous <laughs> there's it's zero thing insane. to make you mad <laughs> that that does make how did jim croce not get on this list uh, what are we doing here we're gonna have to find a new source for our news <laughs> or at least our this top is 30s. fake news fake guitar news all right i'm done throwing a fit I decided to throw a little bit. Are you? No, but for real. You know what? I'd say the dance by Garth Brooks or um, uh, Operator by Jim Croce. Probably top two for me on acoustic songs. Operator. All right. That was a fun little list. Oh, um, so thanks for checking us out, guys. Uh, go, you can join our Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash the effects loop. You can join our Facebook group. You can follow us on Instagram. And right now, for the next couple weeks, we're doing a giveaway. We're doing a free Whirly Bird pedal from Spruce Effects. All you have to do is share the picture, do hashtag win that Whirly Bird, and then make sure that you're following the effects loop and following Clifton Whirly Show. And you can get a free pedal. It's, it's as simple as that. We go. We say that there you go, and we give it to you. Um, if there's any reason why you can't do those things, email us at theeffectsloop@gmail.com, and we'll tell you how to sign up for Instagram. <laughs> but that's it for us this week. We will check you guys out next week. Also, keep your eyes peeled. September first, we are going to be announcing something super crazy, awesome, yep. and we'd love for you guys to be a part of it. And thank you so. to String Joy again. Thank you, Stringjoy. Sound better. Play better. Stringjoy. It's in the episode right there. Just, <laughs> just dead. Just end it. Dead. Nope, we're going to end it now. All right, guys, we will see you guys next week. Have a good one. See you. Negativity always drawing out picture every visualized love. Energized lies together, together. We undefeated. A plan to make weather's no gloves needed. When we weed into the mindset of achieving and believing in a community that remains happy. Never after, the world should be one. Hate annihilated, every heart is one. Love again. So don't